0: Welcome to Rhema for today.
1: I think that uh, that the compassion of the Lord in connection with healing has been hid from us in that uh, it has been put forth that Jesus healed the sick only to prove His deity. And, and yet you don't find that, that kind of statement. You, in all of these cases of healing, not one single time does it ever say to prove his deity, or to prove His divinity, He healed them. Not once. Not one single time. You can't ever find that in there. Well, why say it if the Bible doesn't say it then?
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth e. Hagen Hagan on his teaching on God's Healing Mercies series on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer right now let's join kenneth e hagan for today's message
1: thank you father again for the privilege to come together in the name of jesus to lift our voices in prayer and praise and adoration and thanksgiving unto thee for thy loving kindnesses and tender mercies which are ours thank you for your precious holy word and for the holy spirit who is our teacher and guide We trust Him today to unveil and unfold the Word of God to our spirits. In Jesus' name, amen. We're using for the text in our present series of lessons the 145th Psalm, the 8th and 9th verses. Psalm 145 verses 8 and 9. The Lord is gracious and full of Of compassion slow to anger and of great mercy the Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works we have been talking to you about the Lord's compassion first of all in the scripture compassion and mercy mean the same thing We pointed out that in the Old Testament, the Hebrew noun that's translated mercy, the same word, is also translated compassion all through the Old Testament. And then in the New Testament, the Greek verb that's translated have mercy is also translated have compassion, identically the same word. And then the Greek adjective that's defined merciful is also defined compassionate. So they they mean identically the same thing. To have compassion, a definition compassion. To have compassion is to love tenderly, to pity, to show mercy, to be full of eager yearning. Now with those thoughts in mind, I'm going to read again today a scripture that we've already looked at about the compassion of Jesus in connection with healing. First of all, in Mark, the first chapter, And you can read the 40th through the 45th verse. I'll read most of it. Mark chapter 1, verse 40 through 45. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus, notice the reading. I'm reading in King James. Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and saith unto him, I will be thy clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. Now here's the thought that I want you to notice that it was compassion that moved Christ to heal this leper. That was a display of his compassion in healing the man. Now notice Matthew the 14th chapter, the 13th and 14th verses. He departed, that is Jesus, departed thence by ship into a desert place apart And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude, now notice, and was moved with compassion toward them. Now what did his compassion toward them compel him to do? Notice the next statement. And he healed their sick. You know, I think, uh, as I've said before, I'll say it again, anything that's that's good, it's worth saying more than once, isn't it? I think that, uh, that the compassion of the Lord in connection with healing has been hid from us in that uh, it has been put forth that Jesus healed the sick only to prove his deity. And, and yet you don't find uh, that kind of statement. You, in all of these cases of healing, not one single time does it ever say To prove his deity or to prove his divinity, he healed them. Not once. Not one single time. You can't ever find that in there. Well, why say it if the Bible doesn't say it then? See? But you see, if you say that, then that veils his compassion. But you see, it says here again and again, he was moved with compassion. He healed the sick, not because of his divinity or deity, but because of his compassion. His compassion compelled him to do it. Thank God he's the same compassionate Lord today. Now again Matthew the 20th chapter. Matthew the 20th chapter, the 29th through the 34th verse. And as they departed from Jericho, a great multitude followed him, and behold two blind men sitting by the wayside when they heard that Jesus passed by, cried out cried out, saying, have mercy on us. What did they cry out? What was their prayer? Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. Now Jesus stopped, you know, and so on, and then it says Jesus said to him, what will ye that I shall do unto you? They say unto him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened See, that's that's what they're asking for, the mercy that they're asking for. Now, you see, we don't think of mercy in connection with healing. We, We think of mercy in connection with the forgiveness or remission of sins. We think of the mercy of God extended toward the sinner. But is he any less merciful to the sick? You see, they're asking not for sins to be forgiven. That would be mercy all right. Have mercy on us. See? Well, what would you that I do unto you? Well, they didn't say that you'd forgive our sins, that we might receive our sight. That's mercy too. Hallelujah. That's mercy too. Are you listening? That's the mercy they asked for. And so Jesus had compassion. Or again, the Greek words also translated mercy. He had mercy. They asked for mercy. That's what they got. He had mercy. He had compassion or mercy on them and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. Now let's analyze what happened here. These two blind men asked for the mercy of having their eyes opened. Jesus granted unto them the mercy of healing. Proving that healing is a mercy as well as forgiveness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Another thought is that the sick in those days when seeking healing ask for mercy. Now, like I said, in our day, most people think of mercy as applied only to the sinner, not knowing that his mercy is also extended to the sick. Then another scripture that we looked at was 2 Corinthians 1.3. 2 Corinthians 1.3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and God of all comfort. Oh, hallelujah. You see, that verse of scripture unveils my Father to me. It unveils the character of God. And I don't think that so many times we as Christian people see God, our Father, in the light that we should. Like I've said many times before, some people, their picture of God is, you know, like maybe a traffic cop just waiting to blow the whistle. That's all he's doing, just waiting until you do something wrong, he's going to blow the whistle on you. Or they see God like an austere judge That's just waiting with his gavel in his hand. Just the minute you do wrong, he's going to smite you. Or they see God like some fellow you know with a fly swatter. Just as soon as you light, he's going to squash you. (laughs) That's all he's doing. Just waiting to get the chance to let you have it. Well, he is against wrongdoing all right. Thank God he is a God of justice. But thank God he's the father of mercies. Hallelujah. I said, he's the father of mercies. So like a fellow, one time uh, I remember after I'd received the baptism of the Holy Ghost as a young Baptist boy preacher, and uh, I was holding a meeting then in a full gospel church. And so, you know, like in, in revivals and so on, especially just coming out of the Baptist, we'd always have some somebody, you know, that would be a special singer, you know. and So I got a fellow to go along with me. He was a full gospel person, too and he he sang beautifully, blessed the people. he played the guitar and sang, and he did a good job of it, blessed the folks. So we were driving one night to this revival meeting some distance away and then, then again, it came in handy. I didn't have an automobile, and he owned one so we could go in his. you know, I did buy the gas <laughs> and so uh he was telling me because he uh his depression days, and he had a ran a little business and and so uh, he was sort of what we call a lay preacher. He never did have, you know, just full-time ministry. But he'd fill in, you know, he'd sing mostly. But if some pastor, you know, happened to have to be gone or something, he'd fill in for him in a case of emergency. And some pastor had contacted him. He, Case of emergency had arisen, he's going to be gone. Would you, would you take care of my Wednesday night service? And so, yeah, he said, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. Well, in his place of business, uh, he didn't just operate eight hours. Back there in those Depression days, boys, you was open nearly every hour. You could be open. Get every nickel in you could, you know. And so then some other things had come up, and he was busy, you know, and didn't have time really to do a lot of praying, except just on the run and no studying at all.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three-CD series Discovering Jesus by Kenneth Hagin. Next in this offer is a CD from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled Christ the Deliverer. All this for the special price of $18. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free we always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
2: I want to thank all of you that are our partners. A partner is the one that helps us to keep this broadcast going yes. all the time. And, uh, and, and it's somebody that prays for us regularly and somebody that sends an offering at least once a month mm-hmm. and to help, help us to keep this program going all over, all over the world. We get testimonies all the time. Yes. In fact, I was, I was somewhere just sitting at a mall somewhere, and a person came up, and they said, You don't know me, but I watch your television program all the time, and, and I am a partner yes. with you. And I like that. I, I, if you see us out... Hey, come up and greet us. But if you would like if you would like to become a partner, you can go to ramaorg WPC, and it tells you all the information. But I want to thank all of you that are partners and you that are going to become partners with yes. us that help us.
0: Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on God's Healing Mercies series. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.